third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. pandemic you have done us wrong well hello 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 everybody and welcome back to money matters with ken morafe and of course i am your host ken morafe and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning we talk about the stock market we talk about inflation we talk about social security we talk about estate planning medicare you name it we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff there's no doubt about it. there is no doubt about that but and and <laughs> this week's going to be no exception because we have a show that is going to be so boring that it's going to put you to sleep in 30 seconds flat. That's what's going to happen. We have a boring show lined up for you, but I know you'll stay tuned for the entire program because you just love being bored. <laughs> but before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morave, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morave. Thank you, Jack. And I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So it means we work with the most wonderful, exciting people in the whole universe. And that's people who are over 50, who are retired, who are retiring soon. And if that is you, then this show is designed for you. And our firm is designed to help facilitate your second childhood without parental supervision. And uh, we call it that because that's what we think your retirement is. We think that when, once you retire, you should go play. You should have fun. You should, whatever that means to you. If it means volunteering for charity or going on a trip or spending time with your grandchildren or finally getting your golf game around, whatever it may, that may be, we want to help facilitate that for you. We want you to have financial peace of mind. And most importantly, I guess, we also want your money to last as long as you do. And so all of those things are what we are about. And I'm glad you're uh, listening to the show. I'm so happy to have you welcome. And uh, I would also encourage you, in fact, I'll ask you to go and subscribe to the show. We podcast it, and that way you can get it delivered to your device, and you can listen to it on your schedule, and uh, subscribe to the show, and get five of your friends to subscribe to it too. You know, when we have the next bear market, you want them to know what we've said on this show. You want to help them as much as you want this show to help you, and if we can do that, we do a good thing. So again, um, our website is rpoa.com. And, you know, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors, and they actually did that eight years in a row. 
Oh, is that a flyby? Wow, thank you. That's nice. Um, yeah, and uh, while I am flattered, I am honored. It's amazing. I know that without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. We're so grateful. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that we do for clients, we do a variety of things. We help them with Social Security decisions. We help them with income tax decisions. We help them with estate planning decisions. We help them with Medicare, Social Security. I mean, I can go down the list. One of the things that we also do for clients is we help manage their money. And as with most things in life, it's important to have a philosophy of life, a set of rules that you live by. Um, and, you know, so, so if you have these set of rules, which could be called commandments, they could be called values, they could be called principles. But if you have these set of rules, then they tell you how to behave in times of adversity. You know, when times are, are good, it's easy to behave well. It's easy to be disciplined. It's easy to do all the good stuff. But when, when adversity comes and, and your things are coming at you a mile a minute and you've got to just make fast decisions and, you, and, and a lot of stress, you want to have a set of core principles that you can look to that can help you in that regard. Now, in our case, because we manage our clients' money, what we do is we have what we call our investment principles. And uh, the investment principles help us to understand, you know, who we are and what we do and not deviate from that. And so one of the core principles we have for investing is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. Okay, so get the emphasis there. <clears throat> and basically it means that, yes, we want to grow our money. No question about that. But we understand that protecting our principle is even more important. And so, as we always say, we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. And there's a huge difference between those two. And I think you get that difference. So if our goal is to keep you from becoming poor, our goal is for your money to last as long as you do, then protection of principle is extremely important. Now, I want to tell you a quick story here. This happened, uh, gosh, I, I, I'm dating myself when I tell you, but this is about 20 years ago. Uh, so this is Y2K. And uh, actually, it was just coming out of that bear, uh, that bear market where the technology stocks had crashed and everything was terrible. And uh, I was a speaker um, at, at the convention center uh, at this uh, event called Managing Your Money. And I was one of the platform speakers. I was up on stage. And uh, I gave my talk, essentially this talk here. I've been giving the same talk about protecting principle and having a strategy to, to do that. And of course, in our firm, we do. Um, I've, been, I've been preaching that for forever. So I was up there, I gave my talk, and as I was coming off the stage, this, this man comes up to me, and he goes, uh, Ken, you know, I listened to what you just said, and he said, uh, you know, i got to tell you uh, my story. And I said, okay, what's, what, what's your story? He goes, well, you know, before this, uh, this dot-com crash, before this market crash, he said, I had $3 million. And I said, wow, congratulations, that's great. And he goes, yeah, well, do you know how much I have now? And I said, no, I have no idea, but I had a feeling this wasn't going in a good place. And he goes, uh, well, I have 650000 And I was like, oh, my gosh, 650000 And you had $3 million? He goes, yeah. And I, and I said, okay, but wait, to go, <clears throat> to go from $3 million to 650000 you had to go through $2.5 million, $2 million, $1.5 I mean, there are a lot of signposts along the way. Why didn't you get off the ride? And he goes, well... I didn't, want to, I didn't want to sell because people kept telling me it's going to come back. And plus, he said, I had only invested $150,000. And so, you know, here I was sitting on this huge amount of money, and I had all this capital gain tax that I was going to pay. 
And so I didn't want to pay the tax. So all of that was wrapped into his head that, you know, he wanted growth. He wanted all this stuff, but protecting his principal was not important to him. And so what happened was he ended up sitting there looking at me with 650. Now, granted, if you invested 100,000, 150,000, and you now have 650, you know, he, I, I told him, I said, you still made a pretty good return on your investment. You know, you five times your money there. Is that, that's, you're not happy with that? He goes, he goes, no, you know, that was over a seven year period. And yes, it was a you know great return on investment, but when I think about the three million that I had, and now I'm sitting with six hundred and fifty thousand, he says it makes me sick to my stomach. He said I could have I could have sold I could have protected my principal as you talk about in your talk, and I could have had my money and I could have paid off my mortgage. I could be debt free. You know I I, ha I had it I I had won the game already. Uh oh, you made a boo boo. Yes. And, you know, sometimes when we meet with clients or prospective clients, they've won the game already. And if you've already won the game, why would you want to put it at risk? You know, I was watching uh, – I'm a big Cowboys fan. And I was watching a game with, uh, that, unfortunately, the Cowboys lost. But uh, it was against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and the running back the, – the, the Eagles were leading. It was like two minutes in the game. And the, the, the Eagles were leading, I think, by four points, I believe. And they were on the Cowboys' five- or six-yard line. And they handed it off to the running back, and there was this huge hole. And he ran through the hole, and he could have scored a touchdown. But he stopped on the one-yard line, and he laid down. And, of course, the Cowboys' defense swarmed all over him. And I was thinking, what on earth is he doing? Well, what he realized was they had already won the game. It wasn't scoring more points. It was using time off the clock that was more important. So by him laying down, the Cowboys had no more timeouts. He could have scored, but if he had scored, they would have had to then kick off and give the Cowboys back the ball. So rather than do that, he laid down and used up the remaining time, and they took the knee the next play, and the game was over. So the thing about it, is, and by the way, he got a first down. That's why that happened. But the point being that sometimes scoring more points is not the way you win the game. Sometimes keeping what you've got is how you win the game. And in the game of retirement, if you have enough money to support your lifestyle, or if you're close, protecting that is extremely important. And so when we sit down with a prospective client, the, the, one of the exercises we want to go through is to figure out, are you able to retire? Do you have enough to retire now? Do you have enough income to support the lifestyle that you want? And if you do, or if we can make it work that you do, then protecting that lead, protecting your score, protecting the money that's going to now give you the income for the rest of your life is extremely important. You're not 20 or 30 years old anymore. <laughs> you know, you take a big loss. You don't have 20 or 30 years to build it up again. You want to retire next year or you're already retired. Now, now what are you going to do? You don't want to be doing that kind of thing. So protection, growth is important, but protecting principle is even more important, is our investment principle, which hopefully you think makes sense, that it resonates with you. If so, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Now, when you're there, you have several options. One is you can attend a seminar. We have uh, virtual seminars that you can attend on, on a variety of topics, not the least of which is retirement planning during these uncertain times. How to build out your plan, taking into account protection of your principal. How do you build a plan to protect yourself from that? We have a strategy we call invest and protect. This is the same strategy that told us to sell 
the day before the pandemic was officially announced, uh, and, and so to, to protect against those big losses that we don't want our clients to have. It, we talk in the seminar about Social Security and, and strategies on that. We talk about reducing your income taxes. We talk about how to fight inflation. Lots of great information that I think you'll benefit from at our seminar. You could also click on Meet with an Advisor. If you do that, then we'll schedule a time to visit with you, and what we'll do is we'll build a comprehensive retirement cash flow plan. We'll determine how much risk you should take. Do you have enough money? to retire on. If you don't, we'll help you build a plan to get there. We'll do all of that with you. No charge or obligation. And if you like what you see and you want to work with us, that's fantastic. And if you don't, that's fine too. As I said, we'll part friends either way. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So you know what? It absolutely is. So take advantage of all the resources we have available to you. We want to help you to achieve your retirement goals. And uh, our website is rpoa.com. Well, we're going to take a break here, so don't go away. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. I want to talk with you now about 529 education plans. Okay, And the reason why is because there have been some recent changes to it that I think have been uh, positive for th those plans with the, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all of that last year. And uh, so there are basically there are three major areas where um, 529 plans can provide benefits. One is from an estate tax standpoint. Okay, so meaning that you can make very, very large gifts to the 529 plan so that you can provide for your child or your grandchild or some other member of your family uh, for their education. And it, it is uh, not included in your, it, it reduces the size of your estate and therefore reduces your estate tax potentially. So that's the first thing that's really a, a nice thing for those of you who are, uh, you know, wanting to leave something for your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. Uh, the estate tax benefits of the 529 plan are, are pretty significant. So the amount that you can give into a 529 plan each year is $15,000 per person. So that when I say per person, per donor, right? So if you're married, you can double up on that and make it 30,000 that you can put in. Now, the big thing that makes it very interesting is that if you if you have the means to do it, you could actually put in 75,000. You can put in 5 years worth of the gifting amount into the 529 plan. And none of that is a taxable gift to you. Uh, it reduces the size of your state, as I said before, and it will then now be inside of the 529 plan, which grows without being taxed. And if the money is taken out and spent for education, then it also is distributed tax-free. <gasps> so there's some significant advantages there. Now, the other thing also is that, as I mentioned, last year they changed some of the rules. And what they made it was that before it was for higher level education. Well, now K through 12 also applies. So if you have a, a youngin, a real youngin, <laughs> you have a grandchild that's you know five years old or something, and you want to put money into a, a, a plan, that would be something that you might consider. Now, the other uh, thing that is very interesting about it is that you have flexibility. So if the child that you want to get the benefit of this, let's say you have you know this grandchild, and you put the money in there, and then they don't go to college, they don't go to school, okay, it never gets spent, that money can be diverted to any other member of your family who wants to use it for education as well. So it's very flexible. Uh, you retain complete control as the account owner, okay, rather than the beneficiary. So you, the, the beneficiary, the child, does not have control over that money. You do as the account owner. 
You can change the beneficiary, as I mentioned, to another family member if you get mad at that child and you just don't want them to get it anymore or whatever it could be. Um, and so if you take it all as a package, it has its benefits. Now, let me give you the downside. The downside is that once the money goes in there, you're subject to the government <laughs> you know, and all of their – I'll, you, you want a word? They're peripheses. Uh, they tend to change their minds about things, you know, and they tend to decide that things are taxable or not taxable after the fact. Uh, they tend to change laws and make it less beneficial. And so all of a sudden, you know, you've got money in these accounts and they're sitting there and, and you're, you're getting the, the rug pulled out from under you. Uh, the other thing also is that if the money is taken out and it is not used for education, then there are taxes and there are penalties and other things like that. So there's, there's a lot to think about when, when you do that. But if, if you are inclined, and you know, I have a, a new grandchild coming, and uh, in, in, as I said, in about three weeks, a grandson. Um, and so I'm actually um, considering very strongly uh, doing a 529 education savings plan for that grandchild. If you do it right after they're born, uh, you know, the money can accumulate over a long period of time, and uh, you could accumulate a nice sum to help pay for their college. So I'm actually uh, seriously considering doing that myself as a grandparent. So there. <laughs> if it's good for the gander, it's good for the goose, right? So um, now, one of the things that uh, I want to offer you is that if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And by the way, I just want to repeat, we, we um, podcast this show. Uh, so if you want to subscribe to it and have it downloaded to your device, you can do that on our website, rpoa.com, or you can go to the streaming services, uh, iTunes, etc., and uh, you can do it there, um, and uh, you'll get the show downloaded to your device every week. So, Shazam! Yes, Gomer, isn't it wonderful? Um, now, if you go to our website, rpoa.com, one of the things that you have available to you is you can click on Meet with an Advisor. And if you do that, then we'll schedule a time to visit with you either in person or virtually, whatever works out best. And uh, we will uh, sit down with you and help you to build your retirement plan. And we'll do it at no charge or obligation. And we'll look at uh, your budget. We'll look at your cash flow, your dollars in, dollars out, before retirement, after retirement. We'll help you make decisions on your Social Security, when and how you should take it. We'll help you with uh, income tax planning. We'll help you with your insurance planning. We'll look at your entire financial picture, help you to build a plan. And the beauty of it is that you'll be working with our retirement planner. So we're not going to uh, dictate to you. We're going to work together with you to build a plan. You'll have pride of authorship. It'll be custom made to you. And uh, once we've got it all set up uh, or, or built, we got the plan built. At that point, if you want to work with us, that is fantastic. We love it. We were so grateful. But if you don't, that's fine too. There is no charge. There is no obligation. And we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And uh, Bogey is right. It is absolutely that. So if you go to our website, once again, it's rpoa.com, and click on Meet with an Advisor. Now, also on our website, if you are inclined, we have uh, some seminars going on right now that might be of interest to you. We have one on uh, Social Security and maximizing your benefits. Uh, I've gotten a lot of very positive feedback from people who have attended that, and it's, uh, it's going to be next week. We also have one on a, a broad overview of retirement planning that uh, could be a benefit to those of you who are beginners and those of you who are sophisticated as well. We cover, we try to make it interesting for everyone. So our, our website, once again, is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to maximize Social Security if you are married. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. Um, this is the part of the show where we talk about perhaps the one topic that comes up almost in every client meeting, <laughs> and that is Social Security. And so 
In this segment, what I endeavor to do is to answer your questions. So if you have questions, email them to me. My email address is ken at rpoa.com, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to answer your questions. So here's my first question here. So I'm 64. Uh, my husband is 60. I have a minimal earnings record. Would I be able to claim my benefit now? And then when my husband turns 66 and files for his, can I then switch to claiming half of his benefit? The reason I want to do this is that my benefit is half is less than half of his, and I and I understand I can get half of his if we do that. So here's the answer is kind of yes, okay, but not not quite. So if you file now because you're 64, you will be able to get about 87% of your age 66 benefit okay so the thing you have to be aware of is that you don't get half of your spouse's benefit what you get is you get your benefit plus an additional that would be half but if your benefit starts at 87 percent then the amount you're going to get from your husband will not get you to the full 50 percent okay you'll be lower than that so just be aware that if you want to receive the full 50% of his benefit, you'll need to wait until you are 66 to file in two years. Be patient, unless you need the money, of course, and, and then you can get your own benefit. Okay? Um, let's see here. My wife is not covered by Social Security. She's older than me and would collect spousal benefit only. Okay? Can my wife collect spousal benefit when I am 62? with the understanding that her benefit would be further reduced as I am under the age of 66. Is that even an option? Would she have to wait until I am 66 to file? Okay, so first of all, she can't file a spousal benefit until you file for yours. Okay, now you could file at age 62, but I wouldn't recommend that because that would leave you with a permanently reduced benefit and then, upon your death, if you died before your wife, it would reduce her survivor benefit. Okay, so you, neither of those are good things. So keep in mind that it would not reduce her spousal benefit. Okay, as you suggest in the question, the spousal benefit, once again, is based on the amount you would have received had you waited until you're 66. Okay, so only her survivor benefit is reduced. It's unfortunate when the, uh, you know, the lower earner is the older spouse, but there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> You can't get reborn and have a different age. Now, if, if that didn't make you, ladies and gentlemen, aware of how complicated Social Security is, you know, I've been joking recently with the Olympics that if there was an Olympic gold medal for complexity, I think Social Security would win it hands down every single time. And uh, the website, uh, Social Security's website itself says that there are 9,200 9, combinations of uh, how you can uh, uh, get Social Security. So which one's the right combination for you? Well, there's no answer unless you sit down with somebody that knows what they're doing, that's trained in this, and it can help you with that. And we have those people available for you. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And uh, if you click on Meet with an Advisor, we'll schedule a time to sit down with you, and we'll help you to make Social Security decisions, okay? So we'll, we'll uh, help you to decide when, how, who, uh, all of that, but in the context 
of a broad retirement plan. So we're not just going to answer your Social Security question. We're going to look at building a retirement plan that has Social Security incorporated into it. So it's a broad base. We're going to take into account your income taxes, your cash flow. We're going to take into account when you're going to retire, how much you're making, your ages, all your health, all that kind of stuff, and help you to build a, a retirement plan with Social Security in it and help you to make right decisions. Now, this is all a no charge or obligation. Uh, so if we can help you, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay. So I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, we'll schedule it and you can, you can schedule the appointment. Now we can do it virtually or in person, whichever works best. And uh, we'll, we'll look forward to meeting you and seeing if we can help you. And like I said, no charge or obligation, and we will part friends regardless of what happens. So rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about when is cash the best investment. Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. When it comes to, we, we do a lot of things for our clients. We help, uh, we help you with uh, your income taxes, your estate planning, your insurance planning, your social security planning. Um, I'm probably leaving some stuff out, but we, we, we try to cover the entire gamut. Cash flow, we help you with your budgeting and how, you, how much money can you spend? Do you have enough to retire? All those kind of things we do. And, uh, and, and then we also want to uh, help manage your money for you. And our so to, to make sure that we are always being true to ourselves, we have a set of investment principles which I've gone over with, uh, with you over the last few months on this show. Now, one of our investment principles is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. I am very much so, Duke. Um, and we believe that because of a variety of reasons. I talked early in this show about sequential risk and how dangerous that can be. And if you didn't hear that segment, then you'll need to get the podcast. I'm not going to go over it again. But sequential risk is a significant risk to people who are retired or, or who are retiring soon. And so making sure that you do everything you can to protect your principal from large losses, in our view, is, is an extremely important thing. Now, also, one of the things that's dangerous about having losses while you are retired uh, you know, in a bear market like 2008 or even last year or the one in Y2K is that if you're taking money out while the value of your investments are dropping, then you are doing essentially what farmers call eating your seed corn. And if you eat enough of your seed corn, then when growth season comes, you may not have enough seeds left to plant. So think about it. If you're taking money out to live on, and you need uh, $100, let's just use easy numbers. So you need $100 to live on, and your investment is a dollar a share. So you sell 100 shares, and you get your $100 that you need that month. Well, next month, you need another $100, but guess what? Because of bear market, uh, the, everything went down, and all of a sudden, the shares are now 50 cents. You still need your same $100, so how many shares do you need to sell now? Well, the answer is you need to sell 200 shares to get your same $100. So the risk of continuing to live on your money while your investments are falling in value is essentially, as I said, you're eating seed corn. You're taking money out as, as it's dropping, and it's a double whammy. And it, in my view, it's a recipe for running out of money. And we can, we, we can actually demonstrate that you could run out of money in, in the course of eight or nine years. It's, it's very possible. So therefore, protection of principle, in our view, is extremely important. Now, how do you do that? 
And I get asked that a lot, you know, so Ken, you, you, you got all your clients out of the market in, uh, you know, in 2008, where'd you put the money? You know, last year in, in the, when, the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, you took everybody out, where'd you put the money? Well, there's two places. Uh, one is in government bonds, and we believe that that's the safest investment in the world. It's backed by the full faith and credit of the printing press that they have in Washington. Um, and so that's one area. But the other area is cash. And for most of you, what I mean by cash is a money market fund, okay? And money market funds currently, there's two kinds. Uh, we like the ones that are uh, um, insured through the government, so they have a government protection so that if bad things happen, your cash is secure. It costs you a little bit in your returns, but right now the returns are, are <laughs> pretty much nil. So if you get a little bit less of nil than you got before, it's probably not enough to worry about. Uh, but when is cash the best investment? Well, you know, Benjamin Franklin once said, a penny saved is a penny earned. And, you know, in 2008, the stock market, the S&P, dropped by, from peak to trough. Uh, the S&P went, went down 57%. Now, during 2008, because we owned no equity, we sold all of our equities actually in November of 07. So during the calendar year of 08, you know, the clients that followed our advice had no equities. So during that year, in my view, even though we made almost zero on our investments because we were sitting in cash and cash was paying nothing during that year, we didn't experience the 57% drop that the S&P uh, had with it and the equities did. And so in my view, a penny saved as a penny earned we made 57 percent that year okay compared to what hear you say that makes me love you baby yeah but more importantly and i and i say that tongue-in-cheek but but more importantly um a drop like that can it, it, like i said if you're taking money out when that's happening it, it can't be comfortable for you to do it psychologically in the first place it's got to be terrifying that you're still drawing money out while your investments are falling in value i can't even imagine how terrorizing that must be and how sleepless your nights are going to be and, and how that lead balloon in your stomach is going to feel. And, and we don't want that for our clients. So we'd rather be safe than sorry. We'd rather get out and protect ourselves and get back in later. And if we miss out on some returns, we're okay with that. Okay. We have another uh, investment principle that says that our, our strategy comes with opportunity cost meaning that you are going to miss out on some returns. There's opportunity you're going to miss out on. But for most of our clients, I, I hope all of our clients, I would think that um, they understand that equation. And once you're retired, you're like, you know what? I can give up some of the upside if I can give up a lot of the downside. And if you agree with that, if that resonates with you, then join our family. Join our family of, of clients. We, we, we work with uh, thousands of clients across, uh, you know, across the country, and we're so grateful for that. And if you're not a client, you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We talk about our strategy. We talk about retirement planning. We talk about how conservative we are. But we believe that conservative investing is what's going to help make your money last as long as you do. And so that's why we, we operate that way. And that's, that's our philosophy of business. And I think that goes a long way also to helping you sleep at night, right? <laughs> to have financial peace of mind, uh, knowing that there's a spot where you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to get out and protect yourself if you need to. And I think that gives, gives me peace of mind because I invest the same way that my clients do. So rpoa.com is our website. You can go there and sign up for our seminars, visit with one of our retirement planners, all kinds of resources. It's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about do you need a living trust or not? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf.
Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And, of course, that's called estate planning. And uh, I think that one of the least needed, most oversold estate planning vehicles— <laughs> and I'm not a lawyer, so what do I know? But in my opinion, uh, is a living trust. There are so many people that I met with that I, I question, uh, you know, why they have a living trust. So I want to go over with you uh, why you should have one, maybe why you shouldn't, and all of that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Though my pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire. And, of course, it is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And, you know, the uh, state taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about the living trust and what it does, what it doesn't do, and help to give you some information on that uh, very topic, all right? So basically, let's, let's first set the stage and, and describe what is a living trust, okay? So living trust, as the name implies, is a trust that you set up while you are living, Okay, this is as opposed to a testamentary trust, which is a trust that comes into being upon your death, and it's your testament. So a living trust is one that exists while you are living. Now, the other thing that the, the living trust is, it's basically an organizational tool. You're organizing your estate, and you're doing it because you know where all your stuff is, you know what it's all about, you know how to find it all, you know all your passwords, you know all that stuff. And you want to get it all ready and organized so that upon your death, your heirs don't have to go through and figure it all out and, and get lost in the whole mess. Okay, So there's a lot of advantages of a living trust. Now, let me first say what a living trust does not do. Okay, So number one, a living trust does not save you one thin dime in income taxes. It doesn't. It's you. It's, 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 your, it's, it's your social security number. Any taxes you would have paid before, you still will after. So that doesn't change that. Now, it doesn't save you one thin dime in estate taxes either. Now, the language in the living trust can do that. But you don't need a living trust to have that language. You can have that language in your will and not pay thousands of dollars for a living trust. So the notion that it's going to save you on estate taxes and all that is partially true, but you don't need a living trust to do that. The other thing that it does is, is, is uh, you know, this whole thing about it protects you from lawsuits and liability and all that. It doesn't do that either. Again, it's you. It's just a, it's just a shell that is you. So why would you have it then? Well, there's, there's three reasons. One is privacy. Uh, you know, I remember years ago, I had a client, uh, this is probably 25 years ago, but uh, this client passed away, and he was a doctor in a small town, and I guess he was the richest guy in town. So after he died, and he had a will, everybody wanted to know a doctor, who he left his stuff to, and how much he had, and all that. So there were all these weird names at the county clerk's office <laughs> that had checked out the will to go and read it and see who Doc left stuff to and how much he had. So if you're a privacy freak, then maybe a living trust would be for you. Contestation is another reason. Um, if you're concerned that you're going to have a member of the family contest your will and all that, 
it, with a living trust, it's, pro it's very, very, very difficult to contest that. And then finally, and maybe the reason to have a living trust is probate. And uh, for most of you listening to the show, probate is not an issue. Uh, in many states, probate is very streamlined and costs almost nothing. And so probate, uh, yeah, you want to avoid it if, if you can, but not always is it the big, bad, uh, you know, monster that you want to avoid at all costs. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. <laughs> yes. So uh, now one of the things that I want to mention is that if you uh, would like to visit with one of our retirement planners, uh, we would love to sit down with you and build a retirement plan for you. In the retirement plan, we will help you to do your estate planning. We will help you to do your income tax planning, your insurance planning, uh, your social security planning. We also want to help you with cash flow budgeting and figuring out, you know, how much you can afford to spend during your retirement. We'll help you to figure out if you have enough to retire. We call that your magic number. We're also going to talk about how much risk you should take, how you should diversify your portfolio. We have a lot of great information that we'd love to help build with you. We'll do it together. And if you'd like to do that, you can go to our website. And you can click on meet with an advisor. And when you do that, we'll, we'll schedule a time with you either in person or virtually, whichever works best. And uh, we'll look forward to helping you get through that. Now, if we can help you, fantastic. And if we cannot, that's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. Oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it is not too wonderful to be true because it is true. So our website, once again, is rpoa.com. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye bye, everybody. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of the show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Murray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.